Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, and joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice, Nakamura. See what's up, Aaron? What's up? And Kahai, the legend. For again, say what's up, Kahai. What's up? Hey, we're here. The gang's here. It is another rainy day here on the island of Kauai, so... You know what are you gonna do? Well, did you keep dry this uh, this past week? Hi, there's been some crazy like landslides and stuff that's been happening here. You know, on uh, on Kauai, like the whole North Shore has been blocked off like yeah. for for some time. I think they're opening it up. I don't know next Tuesday or whatever. But right now it's just like one lane. It's crazy. Have you been staying dry, Kahai? Yeah. Uh, the only the bad thing that really happened to me was that I couldn't do my laundry because it was too rainy. Oh, hi. You're gonna do his dude. Come over to my house anytime. I'm a dryer. It's cool. Uh, okay. Yeah, we can hang out and stuff. You can modify my PS Vita. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Instead yeah. of going to like a more importantly, <laughs> exactly. It's cool. We'll just want to hang out and stuff. It'd be nice, you know. Bring your computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nah. Uh, how's it going, everyone? Yeah, it's um, it's, it's nice to be here. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, folks, for listening in um, on the podcast. For those of you who are listening to this as a, as an audio, thank you so much for listening to us on the show. We basically answer any and all of your questions regarding the ukulele and ukulele on the ground. Sometimes not, you know, you guys can just ask us random questions if you want to. We'll answer them as best as we can. I'll try to answer as best as I can. These two guys will give in their two cents, and we'll try to provide you with the best answer possible. Um, last week we had a special guest, Mr. Andrew Molina, and um, I hope you guys check that out. If you have not checked that out, make sure to uh, listen to last week's podcast or watch uh, even better. Yeah, watch last week's podcast on our YouTube channel, Ukulele Underground. Tomorrow, you will be a guest on the um, on the live coaching. So check that out, all of you UU Plus subscribers. Um, yeah, so listen to the you know listen to last week's pod just to get an idea of who Andrew is and what you know what he's capable of. He's an amazing, amazing, amazing musician. Tomorrow we'll have him kind of teach us a you know a thing or two. Okay. Yeah. And that that being said, um. Like, I'm sure that Andrew can help pretty much, like, anybody, anyway, yeah. regardless of, like, you know, what we... Skill level. Yeah, and yeah. What, what we talked about on mm-hmm. the podcast, right? Yes. Like, whatever problem you have, I'm sure Andrew will have some some insight into yeah. you know, something. Yeah, and I mean, even if it's not anything specific, like, he just has great advice. If you listen to last week's podcast, he has some great advice, not just for, you know, um, like, virtuosos of the ukulele or people trying to be virtuosos, but also beginners and people just that just want to have fun with the uke. So make sure you check that out, okay? Now... Uh, let's move on with today's podcast. So, Kahai, let us know if we have any questions from the audience because we're going to take any questions via email, via phone call, via text messages, via word on the street, whatever it may be. Kahai will try to answer them. Go ahead, Kahai, give us our first one. Yeah, uh, so we got this from Jocko. Yeah. And he's a new member. Jocko. Yeah. Uh, he said, when beginning a regimen of doing warm-ups, exercises, drilling scales, etc., is it better to use the same size ukulele every day? Ooh. That's what my instincts tell me to do. But on the other hand, if I'm just playing around some days, I'm in a tenor mood. Other mm. days, I feel more concert. At night, I tend to have a baritone tendencies. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, there, there's there's a lot of different ways to kind of approach that question. But for the most part, the answer is whatever you know whatever you prefer if you feel like playing a bigger instrument that day or if you like playing a smaller instrument that day that's not a problem because i mean just personally i i play ukulele and then i play guitar and i'll jump on bass and things like that so you know it doesn't really matter on the size but 
if you are trying to kind of fine tune your skills on you know on an instrument, it is best to kind of you know get to know your instrument or that one instrument that you're choosing, and uh, and really get comfortable with it. Figure out what it does because every ukulele is going to be different. It doesn't matter if it's the same like kanile or K1 tenor, you know that um, um, that that you have. You have two K1 tenors. Those two instruments are not going to be exactly the same. So there's going to be some things that one you know that one ukulele does that the uh, other ukulele is not going to do and what do i mean by that maybe you know there there might be some like uh <clears throat> some frets that ring out a lot more maybe there's you know maybe there's just a slight difference in um in how like how the, the neck slides on you know on one ukulele maybe the other ukulele is a little bit less slippery and there's just all these little things so if you're a professional musician and you're really you know like trying to go out there and make a name for yourself I would um, I would suggest kind of really fine tuning your skills on one ukulele that you're going to use on stage. But if you're just playing for fun and it doesn't really matter, you know, if you're just kind of strumming and singing and things like that, you can play what you know whatever you want, whatever you're in the mood for. But um, and this uh, actually this advice I, I've asked or this question I've asked to uh, to Jake when I was um, you know kind of under um, uh, under tutelage <laughs> like by by Jake Shimbukuro because. Um, <clears throat> I, I'd ask him, like, you know, does it does it matter if I play one ukulele or or over the other? Because I had, I I think I just bought my Kamaka HF3 at that time, and I was playing a um an applause a tenor applause black ukulele, and um and I told him I'm like, well, you know, I don't have the pickup for this one, yeah, for the Kamaka, yeah, but should I like just start practicing with the Kamaka or like it doesn't that doesn't matter? Like I noticed a few differences and stuff, and he told me that like. Regardless, whenever Kamaka would give him new ukuleles, he always just practices with the one that he takes on tour. Like, and if he is gonna take a new ukulele on tour, he's gonna practice with that particular ukulele for about a month or two before he takes it out, just so that he knows the little, you know, uh, little nuances that like that particular ukulele has that other ukuleles don't. So if you're taking it in a serious level like that, where like you're really fine tuning things and and you want to go on stage and you know and, and just play as best as you can, then probably you know you might want to just stick to one instrument so that you know that instrument inside and out okay right. but if you're just playing for fun it doesn't it doesn't really matter if you're just kind of having fun if you're just doing stuff at home um play whatever is nearest to you that's what i do you know like i i do play an ukulele um like on stage like a particular ukulele and then i play this one here on ukulele underground um <clears throat> but when it's almost you know, when it's almost tour time, I try to play the the tour ukulele a little bit more. Just kind of thinking back on that um, that advice from Jake. But for the most part, uh, I have you know, I don't see any problem jumping from one ukulele to the next, unless you're at that level. I think I think that's good advice. You know, regardless of if you intend to become like a full time performer yeah. or like a professional, mm -hmm. like if you're planning to do any type of performance like play or practice with the instrument that mm -hmm. you're going to be using mm -hmm. to perform because mm -hmm. yeah you just don't you want to be as familiar with the instrument that you can be before you get up on stage right yeah and it's it's something like you know if if you're used to it say like you just changed your strings and stuff like you'll know exactly like how dead or not dead those strings are as, as compared to a new ukulele that you know that you've been playing for a while so getting used to like the you know the tension that your your string has or uh, or if it has any kind of buzz or the response or even just the kind of attack that you have to put in to that ukulele versus another ukulele all those little things are going to are going to matter if you're at that level but like i said if you're just strumming 
learning or if you're learning you know if you're just learning it doesn't it doesn't make a difference uh, another thing that I will say that um, playing a bigger ukulele and then going to a smaller ukulele for me personally I feel that it makes playing the smaller ukulele a lot easier because it's kind of like stretching out my hands when I play my tenor or even when I play my baritone and then going over to my tenor or you know even more so my my super soprano like it's it I feel like a better player when I play the super soprano mm-hmm. I'm like look how fast my fingers can move and like look at uh, uh, my reach it's so good because yeah, you can yeah. go farther yeah or... and I think it's just being you know like uh just just stretching out your your fingers or just or getting used to you know those uh those, those big stretches and then going back and and with you know with smaller uh fret dis- uh, distances it's just so much more and the tension on a smaller instrument is a lot less than say like a tenor or a baritone so uh, definitely you know on, on my tenor since i use these strings and you know quite recently i switched over to the ag aq strings for um for my, my soprano in, in concert but then even then like the the tension for the soprano in concert uh ag x aq strings are not as high as a tenor one so j- just that alone like i can feel the difference in tension between you know between the different sizes so that might make a difference and i feel like i do play better when uh, when i stretch out with uh, with a bigger ukulele and move over to a smaller one and i'm sure people who have like uh two or more ukuleles can pretty much say the same like how about you aaron if you play guitar and then you switch over to ukulele you feel like playing ukulele is easier uh yeah yeah right yeah although i guess if you get to like a smaller size if you go from a bigger size to a smaller size you have to be more precise that's true placement of your fingers but yeah i think overall switching between ukuleles actually makes you a better player Mm -hmm. too that's true adapt yeah yeah being able to play anything Mm -hmm. and you're using all the same concepts you're Mm -hmm. using all the same fundamentals that you learn Mm -hmm on each ukulele mm-hmm. and practicing it on different sizes yeah. like that just makes you a better player so right i like i answered him back mm-hmm. in yeah. the forum and i said like yeah right now it's not a good example because mm-hmm. we can't really get with other people right mm-hmm. but you know when you can and when you're jamming you don't want to be at a jam and somebody says oh try out my soprano yeah and you're like oh i don't know i've, I've only used a tenor my whole time i can't play this anymore so yeah yeah no yeah you should be adaptable <laughs> yeah you should and and if yeah if you're in the mood for one over the other yeah. then why not, oh, why, not? <laughs> why not why not yeah the, the, the thing i said was that the right now i think the most important thing is that he's having fun right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and whatever is making him letting him have more fun you know that's yeah. where he should go because if yeah. he he like you know gets that idea like oh i gotta whenever i practice like very strictly practice i gotta use this ukulele like I can see that very quickly becoming like, God, I hate playing that ukulele because that's my only like practice ukulele. You know, right? yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like a bad negative attachment to it. Yeah, you hear that with like a lot of kids, right? Like who like learn you know instruments in middle school band, and then they're like, oh, my parents made me play clarinet for ten years or whatever, so I can play it. And then they move to saxophone and then they're like, oh, I love saxophone. Mm-hmm. They I, chose it. Yeah. And yeah. I hate when I have to go back to clarinet. <laughs> so it's, it's like, don't play an instrument that gives you that mindset, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I got to play this instrument. Mm-hmm. Play one that's just like, oh, I really like playing it. Yeah. <laughs> 
telling my story, Kahai, because that's exactly my story. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I played clarinet, and I was pretty good at it. Like, I was, per- it was a lot better at the clarinet than I was at the mm-hmm. saxophone. But I liked playing saxophone more because that was like the fun songs for like for jazz band. But oh. then clarinet were like the win ensemble stuff that I was playing. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, I hate playing this thing. I'm just like, <laughs> you don't I'm like- so much better at it than I have saxophone because saxophone guys like you know uh, like Hiro Miyata existed. I'm like, I'm not as good as Hiro. You know, in clarinet, I'm like first chair. It's all, it's all good. But I, yeah, I like not dreaded, but it's like I'm playing clarinet now. (laughs) I I had the same thing with trumpet too. Like when I got to high school and I started learning guitar, I was like, guitar is so good. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. And I asked my my music teacher. I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm willing to buy and learn how to play a banjo. If I can play a marching banjo in the marching band, <laughs> and she's like, "No, you're an no. idiot. You're, you're sticking with trumpet. That's what you know." I was like, "That oh, was P." Yeah. Okay. Uh, which, which yeah. is yeah, I was being stupid too. There's no such thing as marching banjo. I so. asked because I could totally see you saying that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's the same. Like Jeez, Mike can attest, I was not the the. Most well-behaved yeah. kid in in band. <laughs> the more like I hang out with her, the more I get to know her and stuff. She's she's pretty cool. <laughs> she's pretty damn cool. Um, yeah, like it, it's you know it, it just depends like what you know what you're trying to do with with your instrument. But I think it's just safe to you know to just jump around and stuff. I I do it all the time. Like I'll go on a stream or whatever like at home just for fun. I like will pick up the you know one ukulele and then another like a low G one and I'll go on my guitar and go back to like you know my my high G. It's uh it's fun, man. I mean, and each ukulele is gonna be different. So if you're looking for a specific sound for a specific song, yeah, that's it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kai. Next question. Uh, so we got this question from Jasmine, mm-hmm. and she's a listener, and okay. she was wondering. Um, do you have any tips on how to pick strums that will fit together nicely to add variety to a song? Mm-hmm. For example, one strum for the verse, another strum for the chorus, and yet another strum for the bridge. That's cool. I often get stuck in one strumming pattern yeah. for a whole song, but I like to add more variety. If I try to change patterns, sometimes it can sound jarring or seem too far from the established mm-hmm. groove. Any advice would be appreciated. Yes, yes. I'm glad you asked that question. Um, first off, uh, what's really um, restricting you is kind of going in with the mentality that it's like it's a pattern, like it's a <laughs> strumming pattern. Like if you've already kind of like set yourself up, you know, to be like, oh, I'm just gonna. This is the pattern for this song. I'm gonna do that. Can I have another pattern for you know for chorus and another pattern for bridge, please? You know, like. But it's not even that. Like it's not even you're strumming it one way for the verse, strumming it another way for the chorus. Strum it. How what however the song calls for. Okay, like my advice would be to listen to what the drums percussion, if you know, if if present, what they're doing. You know, because um, your right hand, <clears throat> you can you can't really make too much noise with your ukulele or mu- much music with your ukulele with you know with your left hand. Your right hand is the one that's like making all the you know all the rhythm choices and beats and things like that. So training your right hand to adapt to the song and to adapt to the certain groove that the song has, that's way more important uh, you know, to, to me, I feel like. And especially if you're a beginner ukulele player, intermediate ukulele player, you can always learn chords. You can always kind of learn how to hold different chords and stuff. But this 
right hand right here is, you know, that's where it's at. Because you can turn a CFG, like a simple CFG chord on the left hand, really, really, really fancy if you just have a good, you know, right hand to go along with it. And um, following the groove is is one of those things that I, I like to tell people to, to practice. Um, the best way to do it, put on your favorite record, listen to that, you know, listen to that drum part. Like, okay, what is it doing? Is it going boom, boom, pa, boom, 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 pa. And you're gonna notice that the drums is not gonna be consistent throughout the, I mean, it's consistent as far as beat, but it's not gonna do the same exact boom, boom, pa, boom, 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 pa, the entire song, or else that'd be a very boring song, you know? Um, it's going to change um, even just at the end of the phrase. You might even be like, you know, still in the chorus, and at the end of the phrase of that, you know, that first phrase or first line of the chorus or verse, um, there's, you know, there's like a building like drum beat and then it goes to the next line of the verse. That's some things that you can do with your ukulele as well. So for example, I'm playing something like, and I always use Wonderful Tonight. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, I don't want to use that, so I'll go. So if I were sticking to the pattern, this is what it would sound like, if strum pattern, right? It's late in the Fine, but if that's that's it throughout the entire song, be kind of boring. So what I do is I try to follow the groove of the song instead. If there is like a high point in the groove of the song, there's low points in the groove of the song. You might want to. If there's low points, you might want to strum less. If there's high points, you might want to strum more. It really just depends on where the song takes you. So now, if I add it in, be. It's late in the evening. Close to it. You know what I mean? Like I'm adding the rolls in there right at the end so that it kind of flows nicely to the next uh, to the next line of the song. So it's not necessarily like, oh, I just need something different for the chorus or whatever. You need something different like for whatever each phrase of the song is calling for, okay? And um, and it doesn't have to be complicated. Is that where like you're adding rolls or whatever? It's as simple as maybe taking some stuff away sometimes. So instead of going. That's a lot of strum, you know, for uh, for just the beginning of the phrase. You can do something like uh, it's late in the evening. She's wondering clothes to wear. She puts on her makeup. So I took out the, uh, the the strumming and added just like I was just kind of finger picking some you know some beats with the uh, with, with some of the strings. There's really all these things that you can do if you just let go of uh, of strumming patterns. And that's why if you guys haven't noticed in the past like two years, almost two years now, like uh, it's like the beginning of last year or something. Yeah, we threw it away. We threw it away. Like no, and uh, it always goes back to that. Like if you. If for some reason you're catching a train in Japan and you uh, you ran into Eric Clapton on the train, see this tall man on the train, and it's like, oh my God, it's Eric Clapton. It's like, hey, you recognize me? Or you do you play guitar too? It's like, well, I play ukulele actually. You want to play together after this next stop? We can play together. It's like, yeah. 
All right, Mr. Clapton, what's the strumming pattern to your song? Like, what? Like, Never mind. I don't play with you anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's just he doesn't know because <laughs> yeah, like, he doesn't use strumming yes, pattern. Yes, exactly. Like you, you just don't. You know, like it, strumming pattern was born like on on the internet, basically. Of, like people trying to teach other people like to uh, to to play it, and so, which which works. It works, and that's why we've been we were using it for a good decade or so. Like because that stuff works. It, but. It you know it kind of eliminates musicality and, and you know um, kind of thinking for oneself kind of thing like to just yeah. follow you know follow a groove I, follow a rhythm. I don't think I I don't think we have any problems with using a strumming pattern mm. as a teaching method. Right? Yes, but the problem is that people become reliant on it mm. and it becomes a crutch for people. Yeah, like. It, it you know we're trying to teach you to to walk and then run on your own mm -hmm. but then people it's like people are like look at how fast i can go while using my crutches mm -hmm. isn't this great it's like no it, it'd be better if you could just run on your own two legs right like mm -hmm. you're you'll it, and yeah. if you can get away from it then yeah that's that's what you'll get you know you'll, yeah, you'll I guess, be a I guess that's musician or like it's like training wheels right yeah, yeah. Take the training wheels off. You're, you're like not gonna see. Yeah, you're not yeah. gonna see people who are like, "Oh, I'm I'm in the X Games with my training wheels, right?" <laughs> or and even yeah, even people who are proficient at riding a bike. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Right? you can't say that you're proficient at riding a bike <laughs> yeah. without taking off the training wheels. And so. it, it's exactly like training wheels too, right? Like you know, training wheels is like, oh, it keeps my bike straight. But if I want to make a hard turn, I can't do that with training yeah. wheels. I'm probably gonna eat. You know, yeah. I'm gonna eat it. And the same thing with strumming patterns is like, mm. oh, I, I want to sound good and I want to do like all these fancy things is like, well, you're probably not going to do it with strumming patterns. You're not going to do it where it's strictly like you got to play to this exact pattern. Mm. Yeah. Right? But yeah. I mean, I like I like the idea, right? Like yeah. she's, she's thinking about like, yes, this yeah. this is hindering me from expressing yes. myself. And so what should I do? And mm. it's like. Take off the training yeah. wheels. Yeah, take off the training wheels. Yeah. Like that, that's really it. You know, yeah. like I like I like where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> I like, that's the right I, mindset. Where like ah, oh, it just feels like something should be here during the chorus because something should be there. You know what I mean? Like uh -huh. follow that feeling. And really, you know, I, what I would do if it's a cover song that you're trying to do or whatever, like take your left hand like this, eliminate the chords. You know, like and just drum with your right hand on your ukulele like that's the best way of putting it put that record on drum along you know with your uh with, with your right hand and you can always add the chords in later you know like um just, just think about what kind of rhythm what kind of groove you're trying to set to what uh to a specific sound you're trying to play so in this case wonderful tonight you can do something like to uh, find the heartbeat of the song first and that's why we this is the way that we teach it now so it's late in the evening. That's the heartbeat of the song, you know? Like, maybe add some ups. Wondering what clothes to wear. And then add the, uh, you know, double time. She puts on her makeup. And then from there, like, you can either strum with one finger, you can strum with, you know, all four fingers if you want to. You can, like, pick with your thumb, you can do a roll, you can add a chunk. There's so many things to experiment with. Um, that don't wait until someone tells you that well it's this this is the combination you just yeah. do that and you're like, fine but like it happens yeah. only at this point yes yes it's it like, can happen at whatever point so yeah. it could be uh it's late in the evening see i i did the roll on the second time around like and you don't have to do it every single time you can kind of ch change it up or you, you don't even have to do the 
G there, like da, roll G, da, 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 da. I didn't do the G that time. You know, there's so much things that you can do with a you know with a groove, um, than you can do with strumming patterns. Mm-hmm. Like, and you were playing with volume and dynamics. Yes, dynamics. Mm-hmm. You want you want the song to like ebb and flow, right? Yes. Like to pull you in, and then kind of like, oh, it's getting quieter. Yeah, and then let it now... breathe a little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So come so, in harder later. Yeah, like you you're saying like don't you know think about it as mm-hmm. being like divided by sections where it's like verse and chorus and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for that song, right, like the bridge, you kind of like you want to build up in in the bridge part, like mm-hmm. where you're strumming, you know. Da 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 da. Like it, it, it is a, the chords yeah. naturally build up. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's good too if you like get softer and you build that up too. I think there, there's like a high part in that song or in the bridge at the very end where you can even like bring it back. You get super, you know, you get loud and then you drop it off like way down, and then people mm-hmm. will be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta tune my ears in to listen a little bit more. Yeah. So, like and and that that part is separated you know as like a bridge but that's if you listen to the original that's what the original calls for right mm-hmm. like that's what eric clapton does is he builds it up towards that part and then the whole band is like playing and then they come back to the verse or the chorus yeah i mean think about all the you know all your favorite tunes and stuff and think about all the uh, all the rhythm things that you hear in and all your favorite songs and it's not going to be the same rhythm like the entire throughout the entire song yeah it's so why would you strum the same exact way you know and it and going back to it it works you know like we are a testament to like the um the the fact that strumming patterns work like we you know we were advocates for uh strumming patterns since day one here at ukulele underground and but afterwards we just realized that people started to become super reliant on on the strumming patterns and people are losing the musical side you know of uh of making music not just playing music but making music and then turned into a formula like here's the chords here's the strumming pattern you put those two together and you're playing the song which yes you are but it really loses a lot of you know a lot of the musicality and you know and um and the feeling of, of the music it then becomes like uh a a formula or an algorithm that like yeah. this is mm-hmm. what you do when and then you it means that yeah. you're gonna have to ask someone every yeah. time that you want to yes. learn a song like what yes. what are the chords and then what is the strumming pattern yeah. and what's the picking yeah. That's always the problem, right? Like, is that people try to explain music through, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's like a set, you know, thing mm-hmm. that it repeats mm-hmm. or it does yeah. this. And it's like, yeah, some music is like that. But you got to remember that the music comes first and we're just using these tools to explain it. And that's where <laughs> it's like... approximate. Right. Yeah. 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 People, Ask. Oh, people think like, oh, this song is built on a strong pattern first. It's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. They, they just like play the song how yeah. they heard it in their head. Yeah. And then it's only later on that like somebody is like assigned was, that yeah. strumming pattern yeah. to it. Yeah. What's the best way for me to explain mm-hmm. this to somebody yeah. else who mm-hmm. hasn't heard this song? Oh, okay, I'll, I'll say these things. But yeah, it's not meant as that's the first it's thing. Written first. In stone. No, I mean I was gonna say that. Ask any you know anyone that that you know that has played music for years, like past like I don't know twelve years, like before we we were around, like. Um, Anyone who's played music back then and just ask them, like, you know, well, 
what's the strumming pattern to whatever song? And be like, I don't. What are you talking? What, what do you mean strumming patterns? Like mm-hmm. people are gonna respond the same exact way. You go to any, you know, like any musician, like、um, may it be Eric Clapton or Jimi Hendrix or Bob Dylan, Bruno Mars, whatever. Like if if you go up and ask them, like. You gotta tell me the strumming pattern you're using because I really want to play your song. They're like, I can tell you the chords. Like that's, you know. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> maybe the closest you'll get, right, is like,、yeah. here's the groove. You yeah, know, like we're, the, we're just kind of give me a bop. Like, okay, cool. That's it. That's that.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it. You know, they're not gonna be like, okay, well, it's down, down. Down, down, chunk, or whatever, down, up, or whatever. They're not gonna do that, you know. Yeah, like yeah. it's just, it's just this. Like, oh, imagine like being back up for Michael Jackson, <laughs> like being chosen <laughs> to play back then, like you know, for for Michael Jackson's band, and be like, Michael, Michael. <laughs> I was gonna actually, I was gonna actually bring up. Do you remember when we recorded John Cruz practicing?、Yes. Um, uh, me and Aaron went, and because Mike invited us to like、yeah. just watch them practice for their gig.、Mm-hmm. And yeah, John was like, "Wait, wait, wait, guys!" He like they're playing a song, and he's like, "Mike, try and get like this type of groove where、mm. you kind of want the emphasis here, right?"、Mm. Like, and he kind of just sang out the beat,、mm-hmm. but he didn't even go like one, two, three, four. Is he just sang out what like he heard in his head? And yeah, that that's like、mm-hmm. you don't get like,、yeah. oh, you're gonna do a roll on two. It's like <laughs> no, he just said like, oh, try and emphasize this、mm-hmm. particular beat a little bit more. Yeah. And then it's really up to Mike how how to emphasize,、yeah. right? Like, oh, do I add an extra flourish or do I make、mm-hmm. it louder? So yeah, that's the、mm, that's how music is like not a formula. It's、yeah. like we're giving you base ideas, but you gotta fill in the blanks for、right. yourself. I'm I'm gonna die on this hill. I mean, it's a very unpopular opinion right now. <laughs> yeah, but can you just give us the pattern? Like, I just I just was asking for a pattern for the chorus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,、yeah. it's it's one of those things that like、uh, a lot of people have you know have shifted their their mindset about learning you know learning instruments to like to be handed like a、um, like a, a rhythm pattern for、yeah. for whatever they're doing. But I I think it's better to、um, you know to express yourself musically. Because that's really it. I mean, you're playing music to you know to express yourself, right? Like that's,、mm-hmm. and if you're just kind of following a formula, that's not you expressing yourself. That's you expressing this other formula, you know, like it or whatever. And it's I don't I hate even just talking about it as a formula. <laughs> <It's just laughs> yeah, like, you know yeah. there. But th- I guess you know at, at the end of the day, music is just that. Like it's a formula of like. These are the hurts that sound good, you know, yeah, and then you yeah, do it like this. Well, but still, you know, there's、yeah. there's art to it. Like it's it loses the art sense. Like, you, and even like when people try to explain it scientifically, right? Yeah. Like the whole hurts thing is like it's not dialed、mm. in. It's not.、Mm. They're not equal, and it's、mm. not when you play this hurts and this hurts. It sounds good together. It's like you're trying to get around there. It's not. Yeah, it's not an exact science.、Mm-hmm. It's just, and and people kind of assign these ideas to it. After、mm-hmm. you know, like people were playing music already, and they're like using their ears to say, "Oh, that sounds good," and then、yeah. they're like, "Oh, it sounds good because of these reasons." But you know, we knew <laughs> just from our ears alone,、yeah. "Oh, it sounds good."、So、why does it sound good? Yeah, so yeah. it's uh, it's it's a lot better. Just express yourself musically by trying to you know express yourself through the groove of the song. And yeah, whatever cool, your strumming hand wants to do. Yeah, let it do do that. <laughs> do that. Yeah, do that. Yeah, because I mean、uh-huh. like. 
like Aldrin could listen to a song and I could listen to a song and we have our interpretations mm-hmm. of that song in our head. Yeah. And if we're trying to recreate it with our voice and with mm-hmm. our ukulele, it's going to be two different versions. Yeah. And that's yeah. what's beautiful about mm-hmm. playing music is that you're, you are, even if it is a cover song, yeah. you're expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. I think through that, that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that and that's why like you know people on the jam they're like oh it sounds so good when you guys play together it's because you guys aren't playing the same thing exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're not robots yeah <laughs> and if we did it would probably be like you know pretty yeah, yeah. pretty robotic <laughs> yeah. yeah you've never heard Aaron say well what is the strobing pattern <laughs> right like on Friday like so I'm, I am going to play with Aldrin just one sec. I'm waiting for him to explain the strumming pattern to me, and then I'll, I'll do that now. Like, just feel the groove and just let your right hand go. Just, yeah. let, it, just let it play what it wants to play. Jim, yeah. Jim points out that mm-hmm. strumming patterns kind of like attack the, the problem of doing like the boring <laughs> thing of like, oh, you got to start off with doing just four beats, right? Mm-hmm. One, two, yeah. three, four. But then the reason why like you start that way. Is because people can't just, you know, people need that like initiative mm-hmm. before they can learn to just hear something and be like, yeah. oh, I know how to play with this. So, like I can make up a complicated right. thing on my own. You need like that baseline first, you know, but usually mm-hmm. that's how people learn. But then if people can, you know, just listen to a song and they can just strum along, the groove. Yeah. like that's ultimately what we want people to do. Mm-hmm. So if you can already do that, then yeah, you don't need to follow, you know, just oh okay everybody do one two three four it's like no just play already when this isn't for you this is for everybody else who <laughs> has a hard time and who says like i need the strumming patterns you know yeah we're trying to get them on the boat too so. right 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 so you know if you learn through strumming patterns that's awesome like that's that's why we did it we did it is because you know it's it's easy we wanted to you know bring ukulele to you know to as many people as possible and we felt like strumming patterns is the way to go like to introduce the ukulele like um to to people who can just pick up and start playing exactly what you know what the uh well uh the the artists are, are doing you know and like back then i remember sitting and i've told this story before i remember sitting in um in diamond head cove and like aiko telling us like well why don't you do this as like you know she basically told us to do the strumming pattern for uh for loud phrases from the quiet type which is episode yeah. two of i am hawaii uh not not ukulele underground so we've been we've been here a while <laughs> so i am hawaii episode two was a song that i wrote called loud phrases from the quiet type and um explaining and i remember sitting at diamond head cove i'm like how do i explain this like how do i how do i explain how explain that and luckily my friend aiko was there so i mean basically it's all her fault (laughs) so so i I go and aiko teaches at um or used to at least i think so um used to teach at the roy sakuma ukulele school and um and she's like well if you break it down you know like into two in two different um two different parts this part right here is just a down chunk and then just start with down chunk down chunk down up and then she like she broke it down like that and then like okay here's the two parts so have them learn this and then put these two things together and that's the pattern i'm like strum patterns that's it thank <laughs> you Ico. i'm gonna steal that steal idea that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know the, the rest is the rest is history although people will tell you like you know otherwise that's really the origin of ukulele strum patterns on the on, on, the, on internet. the internet yeah it's 
Aiko <laughs> Yamashiro. Take it from the guys who. <laughs> this was because what I'm. What year was that? 2006. 2006. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been yeah 2006 2007 yeah something around well around we knew there. the 2007 was ukulele underground already so it was the end of 2007 yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. 2008 was january 1st was like the launch of uh um love song by the cure ukulele underground yeah but i don't know yeah. i think we had less than 10 Oh, yeah. Lessons and we we put them on I'm every hoi. month, so it oh, might yeah. have might have been at the beginning of, of 2007 2006. or, or oh, end seven. of 2006. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been a, it's been a while, and that's that. <laughs> from what I can remember, that is the origin of strumming patterns for ukulele on the internet. Because right. I'm pretty sure strumming patterns have existed prior to us and stuff. But as far as for ukulele learning and teaching, yeah. um, you know, videos like, on the internet. Videos, the, yeah. we were the only game in town, <laughs> like, right, basically, right. you know, and uh, and. Aiko kind of showed us the light, and and now I'm like, man, Aiko, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Look what you've done. Back. Take it back. Look what you've done. Look what you've done. But you know, it's uh, it works. It works. It really works. And maybe that's why if you go to you know like um, and not you know not to n- knock on the um, the ukulele festival and stuff, but when you know when you see like the ukulele festival Hawaii and then like there's like the Roy Sakuma group and there's like a hundred kids up on stage and stuff doing the same strumming All pattern. All the same strumming pattern. Yeah, that's well, that's where it is. You know, like yeah. that's where it came from. I mean, like uh, even like San Francisco mm-hmm. ukulele festival, mm-hmm. right? Like they do the jam in the park. And yeah, like their goal mm. is to get people up and playing as fast yes. as possible. So with mm. that in mind, then yeah, like that's they Some should patterns. do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't explain like, okay, everybody, you, you gotta feel the groove, you gotta feel <laughs> it <laughs> in your your soul, you know, and you gotta let heart. it come out. Yeah, yeah, it was in the heart, everyone. <laughs> it's like no, we have five minutes to teach this song to everybody, so yeah. uh, let's let's get through it, you know. And it's like, yeah, it works, it works fine. <laughs> I I have a a scrapped um, video that me and Deech were working on a long time ago. There's a name that probably has not been spoken on this uh, on this show in years. <laughs> but but Deech, we were supposed to do a cover of Delight's um, Grooves in the Heart, hmm. and he was you know the the red haired like girl oh. that, uh, he was gonna do the, the full on like, I mean Deech is always down to do that stuff he like got a wig and whatever and I don't know it just kind of fell through the cracks and we never oh. we never got to do it but that was that was an idea and I have it was back before I was even using Pro Tools like a garage band like um session, session. Yeah, yeah that I have in one of my hard drives for grooves in the heart <laughs> and that just popped randomly in my head just now <laughs> ah Deech we miss you man and Deecho yeah. Where, where are you, bad? Uh, pa, pa, bud. Bad. Bud. I, I think the, the last time we mentioned him, uh-huh. or I, at least I know the last time definitively, or one of the last times, is uh, CISO, when CISO was on the podcast. Oh, yeah, too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. CISO, too. I'm uh, I'm doing a collab with CISO. I, I haven't done any collabs with anyone for my personal channel, but my first collab is going to be with CISO. We're going to do a Filipino nice. rap song. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> That he is the guy to call for that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's legit. He had like a rap group, like in uh, you know, in Chicago, oh, uh-huh. like back in the eighties or something. Yeah. He's a legit rapper, that guy. So, yep. I I made sure to contact the right person. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't want to ask me with my rap rippity raps. Oh, I have. I mean, I 
funny you should mention because <laughs> I just brought up Groove in the Zen Heart. <laughs> I still have the session files for it, Kai. Uh, so I am looking for my uh, other Deech. Oh, <laughs> Since Deech dropped out, I'm looking for someone else to take out the dress. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to be busy with the PS Vita. Uh, somebody asked me to do something with the PS Vita. Oh, yeah, I already asked you for a favor. That's cool. Yeah. Eric, you, you available? <laughs> <laughs> Grooves in the heart, me and you, bud. <laughs> Going down the list. Like old times? <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have my own ideas of projects I want to do. <laughs> I thought you were going to say... Does, you... does not include Grooves in the heart. <laughs> Delight. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, um, it, oh, you don't even need a dress. I have my own dress. <laughs> Way ahead of you. All right, so um, questions. Yeah. More questions. Uh, we got one more question. Uh, yeah. So we got a lot is, of questions today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one is from Kathy, and she mm. says, "I have a six-string ukulele ordered, mm. and I have been asked if I wanted it tuned with octave pairs at the C and A string, so the tuning is." And she explains like how it's mm. doubled up. Yeah. Uh, or uh, I have also heard of the strings being in unison, though. Mm. I would prefer to go with the most standard traditional tuning for ease. I found Diodario strings with the double string on both. Do you know if this is the standard way? Ooh, um, I haven't seen a uh, pack of Diodarios. They might. I mean, I'm sure they do. You know, like, uh, but I haven't because I, I don't play six or eight string and stuff. Um, I don't even think I own one. I know I might own a five string. Anyway, um, Diodar would probably sell, and, and they're pretty reputable. You know, I would I would trust Diodario with, uh, with with those strings. And as far as the most traditional. Um, it's I know an eight string on an eight string. It's double G, high octave C. So it's like the regular middle C and the one above in this one for uh, for for the double C. The E is usually just double, like same you know same string. Um, and the A. The right? A is uh the A most eight strings that I've seen is an octave down. It's like an A and an octave down A. That's the most um common that, that i've seen like uh kamaka eight strings that i've seen I, and lanikai eight strings yeah i think the the person that she ordered mm-hmm. it from that's what they're offering to do is yeah, doubling yeah. the c and a and then making it an octave so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's, think, that's right yeah yeah i think that they mm-hmm. probably uh suggested it because it's the most common thing mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah that's i mean i would if if it was me i would double up on the you know but i'm, I'm pretty sure they're already gonna make the slots and stuff for you like um, if I were to get a six string, it would be double on the G and C instead. I would do an octave high on C and octave low on G, so I have both, excuse me, high and low G available, and that would that would sound pretty good. It's just the fact that because it's like a low A, sometimes like when you strum down, you have this high, 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 low, like in the uh, in the A string, doesn't quite you know match. But I mean, I've you've been proven wrong many 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 times by hawaiian musicians like out there and they're rocking it up with that low a and it's like okay well they must be doing something that you know that i i don't know because they can make that thing sing and sound super good but for some reason i can't and it's probably because like i pick mostly on the uh, on the a string so having that like um that low a just kind of throws off like the the um the lines that i'm trying to do but for hawaiian musicians since they mostly strum everything um you you can't really go wrong like on where to put the where to put the low notes because they're just gonna strum it all anyway you know um but that would be my suggestion is the you know the low and high g and then uh middle and high c but if you're getting middle high c and a uh regular low a it's good too pretty traditional 
Yeah. Wait, so so you're saying that the, the standard is octaves on both the C and the A? Um, yes. So not double, octaves. Yeah. And yeah. then she said that her other option was unison on both. Right? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I yeah. mean, that's just, there's no, I mean, there's no sense, I guess, like other than getting kind chorus, of a chorus effect. Chorus yeah, effect, like a yeah. chorus effect. But yeah. no, you'll, you'll get a really cool effect just with the, you know, with, with the octaves. The traditional yeah, yeah, octaves. Yeah, yeah. And then... And then mostly just strum it. Yeah. It's not going to be a real picking ukulele. Yeah, no. I mean, maybe finger picking, you know, like, but rarely. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I said that about like 12 string and stuff and somebody, I forgot where, but I got owned on, on like a comment. Uh, I forgot where it was. But like, oh, 12 string, you know, like it's mostly for strumming. They're like, well, what about Hotel California? And I'm like, you got me. Yeah. yeah. Finger, <laughs> you got me. finger yeah. picking, but not, you got me. <laughs> straight, not flat picking though. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I was, yeah. I could see it when that way, you know, when, yeah, when, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, when you pin me down one, two, three, I'm yeah, yeah. like, hey, ref. <laughs> it's cool. You got me. <laughs> In in that song, don't they have like yeah. multiple guitars finger picking at the same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also a twelve string guitar. Yeah. Like they're not wrong. Yeah. So I'm just like that. That particular <laughs> song though is just like you know what sounds good. Yeah. Let's add more of the same thing. Let's just keep <laughs> dumping more of the same thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's like an like acoustic guitars in there. There's yeah. electric guitars in there. Yeah. There's the Eagles are like there's not enough guitars in this. Song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even more guitar. <laughs> oh, oh! You play drums? Not for this song. You play guitar for this yeah. song. Hey, hey, Don Headley, <laughs> you playing drums mm-hmm. already? Hey, can you add more guitar on this? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, just you know, uh, play like the bass and the 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 hi hat, but then you gotta play the guitar too <laughs> at the you same know? time and sing. Yeah. yeah. And, and tape tape the the drumstick to your the head of the guitar and just like use it to <laughs> just, whack stuff sometimes. Just two quarter notes. <laughs> yeah, Glad Fry can't do everything, you know. Like we need more guitar players. Ah, yeah. So I did get old, but like, and I can, you know, when I when I'm wrong, I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. So I will I will eat those words. That <laughs> so in this case, I will. Uh, Practice caution and say that, yeah, finger picking too. Because <laughs> if you so happen to want to play Hotel California on your ukulele six string, it's, it's going to gonna... sound great. Yeah, it's going to sound great. <laughs> yeah. so that's, that's exactly what you would use, you know, for, uh, for a good cover of that song. But um, yeah, so just uh, octaves. You know, I, I would go with octaves rather than, um, than unison. unison, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was our last question. So okay, cool. Um, today our songs are due, I, I believe. Right? <laughs> again, God, again. <laughs> you know, like Shh, Aaron, first time. So we're, we're good <laughs> students. So, um, let's see. Let, let's uh, let's let's tell the audience. So what we're talking about is we have a songwriting challenge that we do here on this show. Um, we we run it periodically. You know, every now and then. And um, what it is is basically a songwriting challenge where we give you guys a guideline on what. Uh, what kind of song to write and how to write your songs. Um, this is m- basically just to encourage people to start writing songs with their ukulele or just start expressing themselves a lot more with, you know, through their ukulele. And um, the guidelines are pretty easy. I think for this time, just write a song in the key of F, really. That's, that's all. I think that's the only mm-hmm. like, uh, mandatory uh, guideline that we have. Everything else like is... Uh, we we made some extras so to kind of give you guys more ideas on what kind of songs to write. Um, you don't have to follow them, but basically just write a song and yeah. Um, 
we give a you know a, a good amount of time to write these songs, send them in, and show us what you you know what you did. We'll put your name in a thing, and we'll you know we'll pick a we'll pick a winner. We'll give a nice little prize to the winner. It's um, usually we we'll just give like extra you know extra lessons, but this time something a little something a little special. So for this one, um, for those people that sent in songs, they can be um, eligible because we're gonna put them in you know in the name of the wheel. Instead, because we usually do like uh, one extra lesson for the month and stuff. For this one, it will be a, uh, a supersized lesson. So instead of a 15-minute lesson, I will do a 30-minute lesson for the winner of, uh, of this time's song challenge. Yeah? 30 minutes as opposed to the regular 15 minutes that people get. So you can do two slots. So, like, if you sign up for one and the next one is, you know, is a, uh, is is not taken, we'll do that. Or, you know, we can we can set some time aside for me to give you the thirty minute lesson. So it doesn't even have to be within like the the confines of ukulele. Since it doesn't count towards your one lesson, you know, you still get the your uh, doesn't count towards your two lessons. Sorry, two lessons a month. This is an extra third lesson, which is supersized with thirty minutes. How's that, Kahai? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That do they therapy. do they still get another week to to submit? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to do another week? Uh, yeah. We got yeah. Now that people know what's on the line and stuff, like, uh, well, let's give people another week to uh, to turn in their songs. Yeah. Okay. And because, you don't even have to be a UU Plus member. Yes. If you if you're yeah. not, <laughs> because it's you know like th- this can be outside of the you know the the private lessons here through Ukulele Underground. Um, I mean, it's still cool on the ground related, but we have we do have a schedule for private lessons. But this particular prize, we can set it up whenever you're available, and I'll try to make myself available. You know, um, for whatever time that you pick, we'll work something out. I'll do a half an hour lesson with uh, with the winner. Okay, so Kahai, remind us the guidelines, please. Yeah. Uh, so the main one was just write it in F, mm-hmm. and then the bonus was write about spice, include what inspired your song, and include uh, F augmented chord so i i guess like uh or i said and but really you can do you can pick from the bonuses like what you want to do too yeah and then we Mm -hmm. we had a suggested chord pattern uh progression Mm -hmm. so it was a one six four five and in f it's f d minor d flat c all right okay so i'll go first here's the song that i wrote i already kind of showed this the other week um my job was to write more and we'll see if I did. <laughs> I just didn't say that song. Oh, no, what happened? So here it is. <sighs> and this song's an F. It's got kind of a country twang to it. Uh, and spicy songs, right? Is what we're talking about. Like one of the guidelines. I've been thinking about the way you me feel in the way you keep me warm your life the hottest cup of tea I want the world to know how much I'm burning up for you ain't no ghosts no snakes or reapers can change my mind about you can't stop the fire Getting kissed by you No amount of water Stoke my love for you Cause darling 
was too hot for you. You're the best, you're the hottest thing that I've ever had in my life. No comparison of anything I've had before. No matter where you go, I'll always keep you Hotness is always needed in my food. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it up on the spot. Thank you, thank you. Surprise ending. Surprise, surprise ending. Surprise ending. No, uh, I, you know, I have no excuse. I didn't write anything. <laughs> write anything new. I tried. I tried, and, and nothing, nothing came out. Nothing you came out. Got distracted. I got distracted. I was. The circus was in town. You know, there was flooding in. Other parts of Kauai, not my house, but you know, just thinking about <laughs> all the flooding that was going on, and um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had I had things I had to do, wish uh, dishes that had to be washed and stuff. <laughs> just the list goes on, Kahai. It was it was just too much, you know. It's just for little old me to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, just, we, we I don't know. I came for some reason. Like I I came to work today, and I'm like, oh snap, our songs are due today. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do one. Um, yeah, no excuses, really. Uh, though I was just joking. No, excuse. I just completely forgot. I just flat out forgot. But at least I had something. I guess. Yeah. It's like as much as I normally would have. We can, <laughs> we can bump that C up to like a yeah. B minus, right? Yeah, like, C plus, maybe. Yeah, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Effort. Yeah. C's get yeah. degrees. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. That was the lesson of uh, the week before, right? Yeah. So, C's yeah. get degrees. Yeah. Go ahead, Kahai. Uh, or Aaron. 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 Aaron or Kahai. Aaron, you want to go uh, next? Because part of my, my thing, at, like, I want to ask Aldrin to do something after. Oh, I play ooh, the song okay. okay. Is it to modify your PS5? <laughs> uh, yes. Because you know I can. <laughs> yeah, we're going to trade, right? I totally know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I, I wrote a song, and um, it's, a, it's a spice song oh. because it is a. Spice Girl inspired song. <laughs> it's like a, and it's so it's a, it's a Spice Girls inspired song written from the point of view of the Spice Girls about posh spice not being included in or or deciding not not to On be the part reunion? of the, the yeah the reunion I mean, tour. So I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. that I follow. Her, yeah, I don't know, I'm a big so, fan or whatever. So I I can't sing this because it's not in my my register but I will try we were gonna get it together we could have had it all take over the world again but your answer ain't a different call and you might say you grew up on us and developed responsibility but we are going out tonight gotta pretend everything's Fans, they're out of sight. You and me, 
sat on the side With what everyone's waiting for you Won't come along for the ride And maybe you don't want to fit back Into that black backless dress again But my friend We are going out tonight Gotta pretend everything's alright How how can we contact the Spice Girls and be yeah. like, we got, don't we got worry, it. we got your next hit. We got, we got, we got, it. It. We got, got it. it, we got it, we got it. Yeah. Humble beginnings. Yeah. No, no Amazing. posh spice on the, yeah, on the possible world tour. So sad, really. I mean, I, I mean who cares? <laughs> <laughs> totally not me. Not sad about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. She's just she, uh, she wasn't my favorite spice girl anyway. <laughs> More of a scary spice person. <laughs> she really brought the attitude to the you know to the group. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she really brought the you know brought the fire. <laughs> Big hair. <Just> everyone. <laughs> Posh is just good with haircuts. <laughs> Kai. Yeah, gonna follow that. <laughs> okay. uh, so my my song, or um, I opened up the project file for my last song. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know what I can add to this. I don't know what I can do to you know change this song. Mm-hmm. So instead, I just you know like it's kind of like a, we we gave this advice before. If you get stuck on a song, just start brand new, right? Like go and make something else. <laughs> so I made a, a new song and. Tried to actually tried not to make it like uh, Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. but it kind of ended up being like Cowboy Bebop, anyways. So,
<laughs> I love, man, that's, is that Ableton? You're, you're yep, doing that yep. in? Dude, those like samples sound so good. Yeah. yeah. That, it's MIDI still, right? Is it MIDI? Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah, that, that sounds so real. Yeah. The trombone sounds legit. Odd, sounded Dude, that sounds yeah. so good. I mean, not to take away from the arrangement itself and stuff, but dang, like that's, that's legit. <laughs> like, those, those samples and sounds are so legit. I actually use like a, a it's Barry sax, right? Mm-hmm. Like the first part, it kind of does yeah. that solo. Da, 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 yeah. Uh, I use a Barry sax, and I use like a kind of simpler preset. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll just go with this. And I was listening to it, and I'm like, I have a more advanced plugin that can do like way more stuff. I'll just try and bring the MIDI over to that, see if it works. And once I plugged it in, I was like, Oh yeah, this sounds way better. I'm gonna <laughs> use this one. So it sounds a little bit. Yeah, I added like um, I told it like when to you know like kind of flare or growl and do mm-hmm. stuff too to kind of make it yeah try and see like a little bit mm-hmm. more human you know yeah 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 dude it sounds good um and the arrangement is is great I like the groove of the song like last you know last time you had that kind of very you know like very like cowboy bebop sounding yeah. although this kind of still sounds like cowboy bebop like you said it um. Yeah, it's a whole different groove and a whole different, different spice yeah. to it, you know? This is a different kind I, of spicy. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of took, like, what we were talking about last week, yeah. where it's like, you know, I tried to do the Cowboy Bebop, and I'm like, I don't really know how to arrange for Big Band, I found out, while trying to arrange for <laughs> So instead, like, yeah, I, I brought it back to mm-hmm. kind of like, it's almost, the idea I tried to start with is like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll make like a lo-fi beat or something, mm-hmm. and then this is what came out of it. So it's like, oh, it kind of nice. ended up going back to cowboy bebop instrumentation anyways mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah what i wanted to ask you is i i think this might be an f but i'm not really sure okay what are the it, chords that you're using it's b flat and mm-hmm. c and i was gonna ask if you i i made a track i mm-hmm. i redid the track mm-hmm. where it's just bass and drums yeah and i was gonna see if you could like solo over it or figure out something because mm-hmm. when I was trying, it is an F. An F. Oh, I see, see, see. When okay. I was trying to, I was trying to solo over yeah. it with my guitar, and I'm like, F kind of works, but I don't, it's not like landing exactly mm-hmm. there. So I was like, okay. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Let's try it out. Let's play it one more time. Okay. chords you're doing instead of c major you're going c minor there boom boom 
which is the B flat. So I was thinking it was B flat because it might be going two, then down to one yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's almost two different um, two different keys. But like I'm playing kind of C minor, uh, like. They have the C my scale on the, when it gets to the C, then when it gets to the B flat. I'm uh, taking it a little bit more major there, but uh, so that's why I was thinking that the two things, are the the one um, key that's kind of holding it together is that G minor. But I, I tried out the G minor there. It's all right. It kind of fit, fit a lot more with the yeah with the C minor instead. So that's why I said C minor. I was like a little tricky. Yeah, and I, yeah. I when I did it, like I even went and I. I pushed it down two yeah. whole steps and I went back up two whole steps too you know to try and see around there but mm -hmm. like yeah I, I could never get like mm -hmm. the F you know like getting it in F or getting it in D minor you know yeah. even to really <laughs> land like exactly just comfortably you know to get that I would I would say do it G minor than F instead of like C minor so it would be a Definitely be Yeah, yeah, Because even with uh with this song, like I didn't really write out the bass line, mm -hmm. like knowing what you know, like okay, these notes are in F, so I'm gonna use these. <laughs> I wrote it out, I played it on my guitar, uh -huh. and Ableton has a feature where it's like translate uh, a recording mm -hmm. to MIDI. And so I did that, and then mm -hmm. I told the Ableton, like, oh, just use these MIDI notes oh. to play oh. the bass, bass line. So I'm not actually playing a bass, it's a mm -hmm. virtual bass. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it originally came from my guitar, and then mm -hmm. I was like, I don't wait. Is this even an F? I, don't, I, don't, like, I, I kind of realized like partway through writing, I was like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, and then that goes back to what we were talking about, right? Where like the music describe, like mm -hmm. you know, the musical notation describes the music. So mm -hmm. the music came first. Yeah, yeah. and now yeah. we're trying to figure out what key it would be in. So it's, yeah. yeah, even uh, I just saw a video today. Adam Neely put out uh -huh. like. He's like, what key is Hey Joe in? Mm. And he makes an argument <laughs> yeah, that it's, it's an E. <laughs> yeah, that it's an E. Uh -huh. yeah. But he, he, you know, he also makes the argument that like, don't get so caught up in like what key it is in because mm. it's just it's a guitar song. It's yeah. not mm -hmm. made to be yeah. like, oh, we're gonna analyze this with 18th century European <laughs> music, yeah, right? Yeah, it does. like, doesn't matter. At yeah, that point. but. What is the strumming pattern? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, good answer. <laughs> yes, on that note, uh, we, we must bid adieu to our, to our audience. I, I have this. Let's just do this. So, to, oh, yeah. Yeah, to end the show, I, I well, got a fortune cookie from a very um, uh, reputable Chinese fast food restaurant that, with an Asian bear on it. <laughs> Don't we also want to mention something that oh, yeah, you yeah. guys can Oh, yes, out? yes. Before we do this, let me do that first. Um, I, I was talking about the, the storm and, and the flooding and stuff, and that's actually, you know, it's no joke. It's, it's happening here in, uh, in, in Hawaii. In the past couple weeks now, we've been hit super duper hard. A lot of places got hit a lot more than, uh, you know, than, than some places. Uh, lucky for us, we live, you know, in, in areas that didn't get, you know, that, that much damage from, from the rain. Either we lived on hills or anything like that. That, um, 
saved us from some heavy rain and uh, and and damages but there are some people that you know that uh, that got some devastation and flooding like from uh you know from the the rain that that happened last week and just constant heavy storm and rain and thunder it was crazy um one of the people affected is our very good friend good friend of the show he's been here you know um uh, before he's he's been a he's been a guest he was a guest with Corey, you know to talk about anue anue and stuff but um Basically, people on the North Shore of, uh, of Oahu got affected, and that includes our friend Kale Gamiao and the Gamiao family. So the Gamiao family, um, they they live in the North Shore. They have a you know nice piece of you know, nice piece of land there that they've actually converted into a concert space, into a music space for musicians to come in there. You know, we've we've had. Uh, or they've had guys like Craig and Sarah had their wedding, you know, at, at that place. There's been some uh, some live streams, some concerts, some after after parties for like the uh, for for the ukulele festival and for the ukulele picnic, and that would be the gathering place. Everyone knows the Gamiao residence, and everyone has gone there, and everyone's played music there. Everyone has broken bread there, and um, and that you know that property was damaged and it was flooded, and it's. Uh, Basically, there's a GoFundMe. There's going to be a link that uh, the Kai. Are you going to post up the link on the screen? Yeah, uh, I'm putting it up in the chat, and yeah, then it'll be in the, in the description too. Yeah, so there is a link to a GoFundMe so that you guys can help out the uh, the Gamiao family. Um, they they really need you know a little bit of a little bit of help. Um, they you know they got they got some flooding and a bunch of their you know um, a bunch of their plays got kind of destroyed so make sure you check out gofundme and uh and just give what, what you can you know to uh to the gamiao family they're so oh, they got if you check out the picture they got really you know got hit hard so make sure you check that out other people that got hit hard on the shore that you guys might know is uh the the ukulele site and and um the ukulele site or hawaii music supply i should say the hawaii music <laughs> supply they got some you know they got some flooding in their place as well i think they got it under control most of their ukuleles are like are you know are hanged up on the wall and things like that so most of the ukes are safe but i know there are some like some damages they're trying to fix so them as well you know like show them some love by just going on their on their page and just like you know saying like hey what's heard that you know they, things weren't so good or whatever but as far as the gamias goes they they do have a gofundme so if you want to you know to donate to that gofundme just kind of you know, um just throw a little bit in the bucket and just help them you know to help them out that would be awesome they are you know our friends kale has entertained you know the entire world and has he has a huge huge heart for uh for the ukulele and for spreading the love of ukulele and uh if you could just check that uh gofundme out if you've you guys have come to the retreat, you know how yeah. great of a guy yes. LA is. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he was one of our, our our other teachers. I was one. I was the one teacher, and he was you know the other ukulele teacher at the at the retreat. And those of you folks who have come down to the ukulele on the ground retreat know him personally. And he, on on a personal, he's a really 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 nice guy. Very you know um, very into music. His heart's in the right place. And uh, yeah, he just he wants to perpetuate the art of ukulele. So. To a, to a really cool dude, make sure you check that out and uh, and give what you can, yeah. Okay, help out our very good friend. All right, so gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I saved this because I was uh, I, I had lunch at this um, Asian bear place. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Asian bear at Asian bear, we um you know I, I got this and I'm gonna say goodbye via what you know what the Asian bear's uh, fortune on the fortune cookie <laughs> is going to be. So this is the last words that you're gonna hear on today's podcast. Kahai, it is. Here's some life advice. <laughs> and uh, after I say this, we have to say on your ukulele. <laughs> on your ukulele? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and, oh, yeah, on your uke. Okay. 
you will find a larger stage to shine on this week. Oh wow! On your ukulele. Wow. <laughs> ah, yeah. Words to live by from the Asian panda. <laughs> yeah, coming up in a couple weeks. Actually, we're doing the open mic. Yes. So. So that will be the stage that you shine on. So once again, you'll find a larger stage to shine on this week on your ukulele. Do you also have my lucky numbers? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's a different restaurant. <laughs> different Asian bear. <laughs> different Asian bear restaurant. Okay, one more time. Last words. You will find a larger stage to shine on this week. On your, on your ukulele. ukulele. <laughs>